I'm Will Coleman, founder and CEO of Alto, and I built Alto to put an end to rideshare horror stories. You're used to the total lack of consistency in rideshare. Maybe it's a smelly car or a driver that asks just one too many personal questions. Not anymore. With Alto, you know exactly what to expect every ride. Every Alto driver is a trained Alto employee, and every Alto vehicle is part of our private fleet of luxury SUVs. Say goodbye to rideshare horror stories. Download the Alto app today and use code FOUNDER for $10 off your first ride. Hey there, and welcome back to the Money, Mindset, and Manifestation podcast. I'm your host, Tija Chanel. I recorded this episode already, but I am re-recording it because of a couple of things. (laughs) This was supposed to be officially the first podcast of 2022, Um, But in the other recording, I actually said that I was not going to change the name, which ultimately I did change the name. So I decided for that reason, instead of just doing some editing to to edit that out, I would have had to do too much editing. So I was like, let me just re-record this episode. So if you guys listened to the previous episode where I talked about quantum jumping, Um, I did not get a chance to say Happy New Year because it was officially the second episode of the year. So we're kind of going backwards. So I'm going to take this moment to say Happy New Year. I hope that your 2022 is off to a great start. Um, And I'm wishing each and every one of you a prosperous, successful, miracle-filled 2022. So we're going to hop right into today's episode. So as you out, as you all can see by the title, we are going to be talking about when I manifested um, one of my luxury apartments, and I really wanted this to be the first episode of the year because I really wanted to be able to encourage you guys to stick to your manif- manifestations and stick to your rituals and stick to. And stay focused on your goals because anything can happen. Um, Let's pause. Let's put a pin in that because I'm kind of jumping ahead. Um, I also wanted to mention, in addition to me actually changing the name of the podcast, I did unpublish all of the previous episodes because I just wanted to start this year with clean, fresh energy, right? New vibes this year. And there's nothing wrong with the previous episodes. I just wanted to start from scratch. I wanted to start um, anew this year. And um, I've also unpublished most of my journals. Um, We still have published the I Am Manifestation Journal. That's the one that everyone absolutely loves, which is amazing. And I will be putting out at least five more journals this year. I actually have one that hopefully will be live this week. So you guys are listening to this episode on Monday. The Let's see, today is the 24th, January 24th. Um, the journal should be live hopefully by tomorrow. Um, and I will post it on my socials to let you guys know, but it is an affirmation. It's not even a journal. And I don't know why I keep calling it a journal because it is not a journal. It is an affirmation book. Okay. So it's a book that is full of affirmations that touch on self-love, 
um, relationship type love, money, success, all of the things. It's absolutely gratitude. Um, it's really, really dope. And so hopefully this week we will see that go live on Amazon. But of course, I will let you guys know. But the other journals, um, I haven't done it yet, but I will be unpublishing those as well because I just want to start fresh this year. And I want to put out different types of journals and planners that are going to help you guys on your journey. So I did want to say that. Now, let's go back to 20... Well, let's go Let's go way, way back. Let's go back to 2013. <sighs> that was the year. So 2013, I, um, me and my kids, we were living in a very small apartment. And... Um, few years prior, I had left an abusive relationship, um, very, very abusive relationship with a incredibly narcissistic individual. And um, I was broke. I was broken at this time. And so uh, my credit was shot to shit and um, I really couldn't afford anything. I, I couldn't afford to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> but I had to find something. And so my mom found this very affordable um, community. And it, I think my rent was 578 And it was just a one bedroom. No, actually, it was a two bedroom. Uh, one room for me, one room for my kids. And it we were just kind of crammed in this very small apartment in an area that I didn't love. And uh, it was roach infested Ugh. to the point. I mean, it was really, really bad and nothing worked. Nothing, no extermination, no bombing, nothing worked. So I went to the leasing office and I said, look, I am not used to this. I cannot live like this. I don't want my kids in this type of environment. It didn't matter how clean you were when you're sharing walls with people, you know, that's kind of. It can happen. So she said, oh, well, we haven't heard of anyone else complaining. And I'm thinking, lies. <laughs> There's no way. So she moved me to another apartment that was slightly cheaper because at 578 I couldn't afford. And I think the one, it was a one bedroom with a study. And so um, that study was used as a bedroom for my kids. And um, I want to say it was maybe $50 cheaper a month. It wasn't that much cheaper. I think, and it was in a completely different building. The first unit was in the back. This unit was in the front. And I think the roach problem was even worse. <laughs> it was even worse. And I was like, oh my God. But we ended up living there for like a year and a half, I want to say. And this is when I saw Think and Grow Rich. Someone had posted it um, and I saw it on the Explore page. And I was like, hmm, the, the title captured my attention immediately because I was broke. I was broke, broke. Do are, are y'all on TikTok? Where there was this, um, this creator who said, are you broke or are you just depressed? And this guy, he was like, I'm both. He said both of them. I'm the broke. I'm bro-pressed. 
Oh my god, I had to show my daughter that last night. I, I, every time I think about it, I just laugh. It is so funny. But that was my energy at the time. So when I saw the title, Thinking Grow Rich, I was like, oh my god, I have to get this book. So I went on Amazon and I found it for like $3.99, a tax. I found a used copy of it and I still to this day have that copy because that book changed my life. And if you have been a follower for me of mine, a supporter of mine for a minute, you know that Think and Grow Rich is like my Bible. And I think I have four copies of it at this point uh, because I love the book so much and it has really shifted my mindset. And that's where the wheels started to turn and that's where um or when I really started to change the way that I thought that book taught me that um I am powerful and I don't have to depend on an outside source to tap into my power right uh so y'all know previously I was super religious I went to church you know eight days a week and twice on Sunday y'all know my story um, and it, and I still believe in God, yes, but I don't practice religion at all. Um, but this book really just taught me so much and opened up my eyes. So there began my journey. So at this point, I knew that I was settling and that there was a part of me that aligned with this place. And I needed to no longer align with this place. So I needed to do some inner work. I needed to raise my vibration so that I could start bringing in some money in order to move. So um, I, I got fed up. Honestly, I was fed up. My car was repossessed. <laughs> I was fed up. And I was like, something has to change. Um, so I rented a U-Haul. One of my friends at the time, she came and got me, took me to the U-Haul place because I didn't have a car. And I don't know if Uber was a thing. And if it was a thing, I couldn't afford it at that time back in 2013. And so she came and got me and got the U-Haul. And I had my mom babysitting my kids. And I literally, literally loaded up the U-Haul all by myself. Um, sofas, dressers, I did everything by myself. And I put everything into storage. But once or before I actually closed the door to the U-Haul, I actually set off bombs in the truck because I didn't want to bring any roaches with me. So I bombed the truck and um, then put everything into storage, cleaned the truck, and then I bombed the storage. I bombed yet again. And so everything stayed in storage and I went and actually stayed, we went and stayed with a friend of mine for um, like a week or two. And in that week or two, I actually was able to find a job and um, an apartment. Okay, so this particular apartment was not brand new but it was newly renovated. And so we chose a unit where we were the first to live in it after the renovation. So it wasn't luxury because it was an older community, but everything was brand new. The toilet was brand new, stove, refrigerator, everything was brand new, the walls, you know. Um, and it was really cool, it was nice. And we stayed there for a year and a half. And then shit started to go downhill yet again okay 
And I was like, oh my God, what is happening? The energy started to shift. I ended up losing my job. Um, and I had went through my savings, you know, paying my rent. And then all of a sudden I couldn't pay my rent anymore. And I was like, oh my God, I need a shift. I need a shakeup in the energy. I felt like everything was very stagnant and I needed something different. So at the time my credit wasn't like horrible, but it wasn't great either. Now, when I left the roach infested apartment, I broke the lease. Okay, I literally just signed a new lease maybe two or three months prior and then I was over it. I said, I have to get my kids out of this environment. So I broke the lease. So I have a broken lease on my credit. Keep that in mind. Okay, but I was able to get the new apartment because it hadn't hit my credit yet. Right. So I was able to get approved for this apartment that we stayed in for a year and a half. Um, and then I lost my job. I was able to kind of make it for a couple few months, I, you know, using my savings to pay my bills and then nothing. Okay. Um, I didn't have anyone, I had small kids at the time, no one to watch my children. Um, I couldn't afford daycare. Y'all know how expensive it is. Yada, yada, yada. So then I decided I wanted to move back to Dallas, uh, Frisco to be exact. Um, because I love Dallas. Well, I love Frisco. I don't know nothing about Dallas. I love Frisco, which is far north Dallas. Like it's a suburb way up there um, from Dallas. It's about 45 minutes to an hour from downtown Dallas. And I love it so much. I'm truly, I truly believe that um, I lived there in that, on that land in a previous life because I'm so connected to Frisco. I love it so much. And so I really wanted to go back. But I was like, I don't have any money. I don't have a job. I have this freaking broken lease on my credit. What is I'm going to do? Right. I literally had no money. I started selling things that I had in this apartment to get a little bit of money. OK, because <laughs> remember, I was the broke, <laughs> broke and depressed. Lord have mercy. So, um, you know, I've been doing this at this point, this manifestation thing for a few years because we're in 20 or well, a couple of years. We're in 2015 um, at this point. Wait a minute. I'm getting my dates all off. Um, no, we moved into that. The other apartment, the horrible apartment has it been 2012. Yeah, because a year and a half and a year and a half is three years because we're in 2015 or 16, 15, 2015. So anyway, um, so I started looking online um, at apartments in Frisco and I found this townhome that would be perfect. It was only one bedroom. I had the twins at the time, 2016, they were about six and their harmony was three. And, um, so, you know, I have my three small children and, um, all I could halfway think about affording was a one bedroom, but it was a townhome and I was like, it'll be enough. The kids can take the room. I can sleep in the living room. We can all sleep in a room. We'll figure it out. Um, and there was an attached garage for my car, which was great. So I called and they told me how much the rent was. I don't remember. It was like a thousand and something. And um, there was an app and an admin fee and a deposit um, that would have equaled somewhere around 
or maybe $350. I didn't have $350 to apply for this place, um, nor did I think that I would get approved because I have this broken lease. So I called and I asked about the, you know, the rent, the app and admin deposit, were there any specials? There were no move-in specials. And I also asked if they work with people with broken leases and they told me no. But I knew, I knowed that I wanted that place because it had like a playground and a beautiful pool. And it was, there was this walking trail with a lake. And I was like, my kids would love it here. And so I didn't look anywhere else. I just went to bed one night. It was Saturday. It was a Saturday night. I was half asleep. And I said, this is what I need. I need for them to accept my broken lease. And I need for them to have at least a six-week free special, which means I wouldn't have had to pay my rent for six weeks. And I also want the app admin and deposit to be waived as a part of the promotion. And I went to sleep. I didn't think about it. I wasn't I wasn't harping on it. And I got I want you guys to really catch the 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 tips that I'm throwing in this episode, okay? So I said what I wanted and I went to sleep. When you are manifesting, it's always a really good idea to state your intention as you are half asleep, right? Because your conscious mind and your and your subconscious mind, they're not able to fight. Your conscious mind is not able to fight your subconscious mind because consciously you're half asleep, right? So this is like the best time to state your intentions. And I did. So Tuesday morning, I receive an email because remember, I did call um, and I gave them my email and number and stuff like that. And when you do that, you they they put you on their mailing list. And if anything, um, as far as inventory specials, anything like that, they'll shoot you an email. So on the Tuesday after the Saturday, so Saturday, Sunday, Monday, three days later, um, I received this email talking about a brand new special that just started today and um i actually shared the story on my youtube channel some years ago and i even showed the the copy of the email and the email basically said that there's a brand new special um where they're giving six weeks free up front and app admin and deposit are waived which meant that i could apply and not be charged in theory right so I called and I spoke to a different leasing, leasing agent. I think he was actually the, the assistant manager. And um, again, I was very honest. I was like, you know, I do have this broken lease on my credit, um, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, you know what? Just go ahead and apply anyway. And I'll get to look at your credit and I can tell you what we can do. So I said, okay, cool. I said, but I don't I said, how does the the wave app and admin and stuff work? Because typically when you apply online, you still have to put in your credit card information um, and they still will charge you for the app or not necessarily the app and admin, but for sure the deposit. And what they'll do is they'll give you a credit upon moving. Well, I didn't have the money for the deposit, which I think was either $100 or $150. I did not have that. So um, as I was applying, sure enough, it kept asking me for a credit card. And I was like, I don't want to put in my credit card information 
um, because it's going to be denied or it's going to overdraft my account because I don't have the money. So I ended up calling the, um, the guy back and he says, okay, well, it shouldn't be asking you for your credit card, but let me run it over the phone. Let me do it on my end. So I gave him, um, or he was able to pull up my application and process it from there. And he said, I'm going to call you back in, in a day or two once the application has been ran. Um, I think two or three days went by. I didn't hear anything. I was like, oh my God, I must have been denied. So I ended up calling and speaking to him again. He was like, oh, I'm so sorry. We've been swamped with this moving special. I was just really, really busy. But yeah, um, let me go ahead and pull it up and see what's going on. So he was able to pull it up and he said, actually, we cannot. Um, the reason your application hasn't been completed is because we cannot access your credit reports. Now, at the time, my credit reports were frozen and they still are. And for that reason, they could not see anything on my credit report. And so he was like, can you go ahead and un, you know, unfreeze it so we can take a look? And I did. I did unfreeze it. But they still could not see anything on my credit report. So he ultimately got frustrated. He was like, okay, I'm just going to go ahead and approve you. Whatever. I don't know what's going on. We can't figure it out. <laughs> we can't figure out what's going on. We don't know why we cannot see your credit, access your credit reports. See how God works. <laughs> so even though I had this broken lease on my credit, it did not matter because they could not see it. So it was like God cloaked my credit report. <laughs> so I was approved and I was like, huh? For real? He's like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and, um, you know, put everything in the system. And then you'll be able to log into the portal, sign your lease. And he's like, when do you want to come? And I was like, when can I come and get my keys? And he says, whenever you want. So I said, I'll be there in a couple of days. And so I had, um, I took the time to get rid of as much stuff as possible because I had no money, y'all. When I say I was broke, broke, I had no money. So I needed money to go from Houston to that or Houston to Frisco. So I'm selling stuff just to get gas money, just to get money for food. And um, it was four o'clock whatever morning. I can't remember what day. I want to say it was a, I want to say it was Saturday. Mm, I, I think it was a Saturday and I'm, I'm almost positive because the Sunday they were closed. So I remember kind of being pressed to get there Saturday in time to get my keys. So I loaded up the car. I had just, uh, at the time I had a Chrysler, it was a sedan. It was a very small sedan at that four door. And so um, I ended up leaving everything that I couldn't sell in the apartment. I had nowhere to move it, no way to move it. I didn't have help. I lived upstairs. I couldn't get a U-Haul like shambles. So I packed up, um, all in pa important paperwork, electronics. Um, I had our little 42 inch TV that I put in the trunk and I packed up some toys and as much of the kids clothes as I could get as many as my clothes as I could. And when I say the car was packed, like there were bags on the floor. The kids had to sit Indian style. It was a mess. Um, but I packed up as much as I possibly could. I couldn't even see out of the windows because everything was just stacked. 
And yeah, we left Houston at four, about five o'clock. It took me about an hour to load everything up. And then we were headed to Frisco. So we got to Frisco around nine something in the morning. I went in, got my keys. I had already signed everything. All I had to do was get my keys. And that is how we kind of started over. So that is the story of how I manifested, like intentionally manifested my first luxury apartment and it was super nice uh we did this sight unseen i had never seen this community other than online um, but i knew exactly where it was because i did live in frisco prior and uh, previously and so i knew the area was really really nice but i had never been to this community or anything i just knew it looked really nice on the pictures but you know we were taking a chance um but ultimately it was really really nice and we loved it we had nothing when I say we had nothing, we had nothing. We had no, uh, I think I had taken a couple of bowls and, you know, enough uh, plates and bowls and utensils and a couple of pots and things like that. But we really had nothing. I had left everything behind. And so there was this person, this woman that I follow on Instagram at the time, and she was living in California, but she was from Houston. And I remember her saying that she was going to Houston to um, uh, clear out her storage that she had been paying on for years and blah, blah, blah. So I remember reaching out to her and I asked her if she had any furniture or, or any ho household things that she um, didn't want that I could take or care to have. And she was like, oh, no, everything that I have is really not, you know, it's mostly junk, pretty much. What she had left, let me put it that way. And I was like, okay, well, thank you. And she was like, well, what do you need? And I told her, I said, well, me and my kids, we just kind of moved and we don't have anything. So I said, at this point, anything would help. So she ended up going to Target and she bought a bunch of toiletries, some some a bunch of random stuff um that was totally useful right um and i met with her and um i think she gave me some cash and uh the things that she had gotten from target and i was so grateful because that was really really nice of her i didn't know her um so i remember that you know once i got home and started going through the things some of the stuff we didn't need i already had um like this strainer it was a very nice strainer um, but I already had one. And so I ended up taking that along with a couple of other things that we just didn't need back to Target or that I couldn't use um, back to Target. And I got a credit and I was able to get, you know, some other things that we actually could use. And um, within a week of me moving here, I had gotten hired at a um, work from home position which was amazing. So I was able to work outside of the apartment. I didn't have to worry about daycare, none of that. And um, started making money. I was able to pay my rent. I had six weeks for free. Okay. So I had a little bit of breathing room and uh, was able to bring in some money. I want to say this was November. November. Um, and so, you know, January rolled around. I was able to get my taxes and furnish the place or whatever. So we slept on her air mattresses for like, she did buy an air mattress too. Um, we slept on the air mattress for a couple of months. But, you know, ultimately I got back on my feet and we were able to completely start over. So the whole point of this episode is to never give up and understand that it doesn't matter what's on your credit. It doesn't matter what your circumstances currently are. 
when it is divine, it's going to happen. And for them to have that glitch and not be able to even see what was on my credit report, if that wasn't divine, I don't know what was. So when you are manifesting, just be very, very clear about your intentions. Have a clear picture in your mind of what you want, what you need, and when you need it by. And then when you're half asleep, state that intention. State that intention and then let it go. And allow the universe and God to do what they got to do in order to make this thing happen for you. Okay? It is not hard. I'm still shocked. Even telling this story to this day, I'm still very, very shocked um, about how it all worked out. But it worked out beautifully. Um, So I hope that this episode kind of encouraged you all, especially those of you who are kind of in this stale in this stale space. Um, maybe there's some doubt creeping in and things like that. Listen, when is when it's for you, it's for you, right? If you need a new home, go find that home. If you want an apartment, go find the apartment and just focus on aligning with it. That's all. State your intentions as often as you need to. I only said it once. And within 72 hours, what I wanted actually lined up and it happened for me and my children all right so thank you guys so much for listening i will see you guys every single monday right back here on the money mindset and manifestation podcast please make sure that you subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening go ahead and subscribe and please leave an amazing review that really does help me out and it also lets me know that you guys are loving these uh or this type of content okay so we will see you guys back here next monday thank you guys once again for listening to the money mindset and manifestation podcast bye y'all I'm Will Coleman, founder and CEO of Alto, and I built Alto to put an end to rideshare horror stories. You're used to the total lack of consistency in rideshare. Maybe it's a smelly car or a driver that asks just one too many personal questions. Not anymore. With Alto, you know exactly what to expect every ride. Every Alto driver is a trained Alto employee, and every Alto vehicle is part of our private fleet of luxury SUVs. Say goodbye to rideshare horror stories. Download the Alto app today and use code FOUNDER for $10 off your first ride.